Do you ever wonder if you're alone? Or whether the whole world has gone mad and you're the only one who doesn't believe all the propaganda? We're here to tell you that you're not, by any measure, on your own. I'm Andrew Elliott, I'm here with my brother Nick, and we want to welcome you to this very special presentation of the Sounding Board podcast. It's great to have you with us. Nick, it's, uh, it's good to have you back with us as well. It's been, uh, it's been a few weeks. Uh, for Thank our, you. For our listener, Nick uh, had a, a medical procedure a few weeks ago. Uh, and it's been recovering. Uh, I but think I was open about what it was. I've had a gender reassignment surgery. Repair. It's uh, not an easy thing to recover from. <laughs> what am I identifying as now? Uh, an attack helicopter. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So, uh, how are you feeling? A bit, a bit better, I hope. Uh, I, I do feel better. Uh, I, I'm uh, a month after having surgery now. I've been signed off by uh, by the consultants and everything. Um, Good news. Yes, it's it's all good. I, I I've underestimated how much energy healing takes uh, for a, a, for abdominal surgery. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, but I'm back. Brilliant, brilliant. So I I want to play a game this week, okay? And we've done we've done games in the past. We did the we've done the left right game. We've done various versions of that where kind of I I give you a couple of options and you say whether it's left or right, and then we and then we kind of talk about it afterwards. You know, you show you're working. I've been trying to come up with more things for the left-right game, and I've been really struggling. Okay. So I'm I'm really pleased that you've come up with a new game. Well, it's it's a I say it's a completely new game. It's on the, it's all along the same lines. Okay. Of the left-right game, but it's it's kind of it's kind of worse. So this is worse. This is the uh, this is the what's worse game. <laughs> okay. Um, and I've deliberately okay. I've deliberately picked things that are. Are probably both quite bad. It's it's kind of it's stuff that I want I want you to think a little bit. It's like kind of head or gut stuff, you know. It's like which which testicle okay. do you want me to hit with a hammer? <laughs> you know, it's so you, you don't have it. There's no obviously good option. Okay. And I'm going to give you, you know, and, and I've deliberately left some things out as well. And I've, I've you know I've, I've just I just want to know what you what you think about these. Okay. Okay. Um, but I, I wrote this a while ago. Um, right. And and you you realise in the first one that it that it's been probably over a week. Um, okay. Or it's certainly a few days, but so this is this is these are my first two options for you. Okay, and the, the, you, you realise now why I'm saying this. But Prime Minister Matt Hancock versus Prime Minister Jeremy Corbyn, what's worse? <laughs> and this, this is obviously before Hancock resigned and, and all that. But yes. you know, let's, let's let's assume he becomes Prime Minister. Who's you know what's worse out of those what, two? What's what's worse? Oh, of course. And this is what you're not asking me for the least worst. I'm, I'm not, not asking for you best. for your preferred option. What is worse? You're asking me for what is worse. <sighs> out of two pretty bad options. And this is where in the last 18 months, and if you were to chart our progress since we started this podcast, where we were, we were way more charitable with politicians and you know, and we and we're very, we're obviously very uh, anti-government, and yet we would we would still talk about the relative merits of of the arguments from either side. We'd still have our favourite politicians that we like to hear from, and we thought were good at the dispatch box or or good at politics. We would we would we would try to find the things that were good about each individual, and now yes. it's difficult to find anything. And 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 this is this is the point I'm making here is that now uh, they they they're all bad. <laughs> And it is just a matter of degrees. But who would make the worst prime minister? That, genuinely, and there's no, there's no right or wrong answer. No, but I'm just genuinely. I 
I find this a very, very difficult, difficult thing because they're both bad in different ways. And that's why it's very hard to compare them. Um, that's why I'll pick those two as well. Matt Hancock is... I, I, my gut reaction is to say Matt Hancock is a horrible person. But then again, forget the cuddly grandpa-ness of, uh, of Jeremy Corbyn. I think anyone who believes in, in the, the murderous ideological practices that he does... I don't think you can use the excuse, oh, well, he's a lovely guy. I think he's a horrible person as well. I think he's, I think he's good for the internet. I think he's, he, you know, it, it, there's sport in, in whatever he brings to politics, particularly while he's not a member, of, not the leader of the opposition, <laughs> albeit there's some quite good fun times. I mean, you... you, you I, bought, I bought a me, Jeremy Corbyn mask. I mean, yeah. But, you, you know, you, you, didn't, you didn't like it when I ushered him closer to number 10 <laughs> by spending three pounds. Uh, but as I said to you, as I said to you then, I was playing the long game. It, it proved itself. <laughs> we were so close. We were so close to Prime Minister Jeremy Corbyn in 2017. Very close. He was almost the Prime Minister we deserved. Sure. Uh, that's, a, that's a phrase I'll stick I'm gonna, to. I'm going to push you now, though. Who is worse? Or who's, who would make the worst Prime Minister, I guess, is the question I'm asking. In gut reaction from me, Jeremy Corbyn. Right, okay. I think he would ruin far more areas of... Ah, now that's interesting. ...of freedom. Because what I'm saying here is it's a very, very personal thing for me. I'm not saying, in terms of the professionalism of a Prime Minister, I'm not talking about the job description of a Prime Minister, because I think everyone interprets that differently anyway. Um, But... Prime Minister Jeremy Corbyn would end up not just having medical tyranny, but would have nationalised, you know, half of the private sector and taxes would have gone, would have shut up. There would have been demonstrably worse things would have happened to liberty. Even though Matt Hancock is the guy on the other side. Sure. So I came at it from a different yep. a different angle. Well, no, no, not a different angle, but I came to a, a different conclusion from that. So my conclusion was that Matt Hancock would be the worst Prime Minister because when Jeremy Corbyn went in, he'd do a lot of socialist rubbish and the country, long term. the country would drop off a cliff and it would be fairly obvious that it was all the things he did and would be able to roll those back after maybe four years. But if Matt Hancock got in, he could stay in for years, he would just destroy the country slowly and nothing would ever get overturned. It's OK, maybe I'm thinking short term. Sure. I get, I get that. Um, there's a number of different ways of looking at it. But I think, look, we could talk about that for hours. Well, so I've got, I've got nine more. So yeah. the next one. State-run healthcare or state-run education? This is, this is really difficult. This almost gets me onto a topic I've been wanting to discuss with you anyway, which is how, as a libertarian, as a anarchist, voluntarist, whatever you want to describe yourself these days, how you advocate for policies that are more free than they currently are, as opposed to absolutism. Uh, and this almost is, is the same thing. It's the Hobson's choice <laughs> of, you only get to these, have one of these. These are all awful choices. I'm, I've, I've spent time I'm sure they working have. out these so, awful choices. Thank you. What's worse 
Education. I, I agree. Education. And it, it wasn't easy because state-run healthcare kills people. And I, I, and I was going to say to you, I'm, I am fully cognizant of that fact that I know that it kills people. But state-run education creates this horrible bedrock for the foundation of all of these anti-freedom so, sentiments, yeah. policies, and a an increasingly, uh, I don't even like using the term, I suppose, uh, but cultural Marxist society. Sure, that that, that was that was exactly the, the angle I took. So I, I for me, it was um, state-run education. I think if you get rid of state-run education, you've got a chance of getting rid of state-run healthcare. I like the way you the other put way around. that. Got a chance because it's not the same as saying all private education is good or just moving to private education would solve the problem. Oh, for sure. It, no, it, it's... it wouldn't because you'd still have a lot of the pressures that we have now, not least of which if there's still, you know, the government is still in our lives controlling all these other aspects that are still considered to be normal. Um, it, it would, it would just, it would help and it would be a good help. Sure. Um, so yeah, that was, that was, that was the same thing. Um, so this is, here's one, here's one for you. Children wearing masks in classrooms versus lockdowns okay well you're gonna to have to define lockdowns for me because the, the uh, I okay no, so not 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 furloughs but let's say let's okay let's say the first lockdown where we're pro- proper lockdown where everyone's you know um yeah. forced to be in their yeah. homes that kind of thing what's worse that or forcing kids to wear masks in school forcing kids to wear masks in school yeah that was an easy one because yeah. kid, kids can't defend themselves I am you, and, you and I can, can, can ignore lockdown, but I'm kids take, can't. I'm taking this from a strict morality perspective, uh, and there were ways around lockdown rules, because the rules weren't that... You, know, you, you could still go out and get exercise and all that kind of stuff. Which Or you, you could do. just ignore them. Or you could just ignore them. It's... I mean, you can you can say you could say the same thing about um, masks on kids in in schools, but that takes that you can't be there with them to be that 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 strength for them. Um, I I know uh, I know of senior school age children that wear masks. I know of senior school age children that have refused to wear masks, that have worn lanyards, that have not uh, that have that have done all of that. Um, I think that it's one of the horriblest, most horrible things. Uh, policies that there that there's been I, I, I there's been there's been some doozies and I don't want to preempt some of the stuff you've got you've got later on on this list um, but what what the the state and I'm using that term broadly to include all manner of elements of the establishment including the media um, what the state has done to the to the elderly and the young particularly are uh, th- th- words, so words fail un- me. It's unforgivable. unforgivable. Sure, um, but even that word doesn't doesn't do it justice. Anything we can do, and well, you know, my wife and I, you know this, we took, and it was strategic, it, the strategic decision, very early on, to insulate our children from as much of this as we possibly could, whether that's by breaking the rules or by absolutely protecting them from information that they didn't need to hear. Bearing in my mind, primary school age kids. Um, you know, uh, my daughter didn't even get a full first year at school of foundation. You know, she's supposed to be playing in class mm. and getting used to it and stuff. So I, I considered what they, what they did to, to our kids to be 
um, psychological torture to be... It's child abuse. Child abuse, exactly. Um, thanks for taking me down that path. Well, no, so this was, this was, that was just an easy one to throw in because it leads up to this one, which is masks versus lockdown. So masks in general for the, for the, for the public. Masks. Yeah. Still masks again for me. And I'm going to come back to where we were in 2020, where things were starting to look up, uh, where, where lockdowns had been eased we were easing um, and and then the mask policy um, started ramping up and again you can go back and listen to podcasts that we gave around the time when we were getting so I certainly was getting properly blackpilled in fact I seem to remember a certain person sat not uh, several feet from me saying that the mask policy would be gone by October 2020 you thought it would be so temporary I, yeah I think I think what did I think the reason I gave I think I wanted... It was all just about getting people back. Yeah, and I think I was pinning a lot on. I thought Trump would get rid of them to win, you know, to to, to kind of to, to yes. garner votes for the election, yeah. and he'd win, and and you know America would, you know, get over it, and we'd follow suit. Yeah, um, that's you know I thought America would be first, and as it turned out, it was only like a couple of states that have done it. Um, I was completely uh, completely wrong on that. Over here, I detected that. Most people in my circle, and I'm including people there that you just in- engage with for you know for work purposes or for or for whatever. Anyone I was encountering was getting over it, and their masks came in, and that changed everything. That that symbol of oppression that that the masses were so willing to take, it, it, you know. You can argue that, that the government pitched it perfectly. They wanted to extend the fear, and they did it so well. Well, I think, I think there was a certain type of person who perhaps didn't think it was so bad suddenly thought, hold on, this must be serious. They yes. wouldn't get us to yeah. wear masks unless it was serious, yep. and they just, got, they just got taken in. I mean, yep. the, other, the other point that I... They're dehumanising. You can't see people's faces. You know, there was that story I told on the previous podcast where the, the kid saw his teacher oh, out of class the and the teacher didn't recognise him. Well, so when I saw my um, uh, consultant last week for my four-week post-op checkup, uh, uh, which which was great, he was lovely, um, he was wearing a mask, I wasn't. I you know, got into the hospital, actually got into the hospital a lot easier. I've told of my experience of getting into the hospital before and being confronted with someone who's immediately, you know, making sure. me fill out forms and giving me a visor and all this kind of nonsense. Uh, this time, doors opened. You were able to queue freely to get in, um, uh, and so that was absolutely fine. I'd never seen him without his mask on, and halfway through, he pulled his mask down to have the conversation, and suddenly I realised how big his nose was, and. Honestly, I had drawn a mental picture in my mind... Of his nose. Of the rest of his face. Right. Of his nose and his mouth. I was interpreting his voice. Uh, he, had, he, had, he had an accent. Uh, but, you know, all I can see is... I can't see, I can't see even the shape of his face properly. Suddenly, my image of this person was shattered. It's a bit like when you read a book... And you and you put faces to all the people that you're reading, and then they make the film of it. 
and, sure, yeah. and it's, and you it's know, all, they, and they it's... pick a completely different. It's like no, in that in in my head, that person had blonde hair, and yeah. uh, and that, that exact same thing happened to me. It just it just shocked me for a moment seeing his face properly. Yeah, it's a proper Da Vinci Code moment, isn't it? Where where it's like Tom Hanks's, <laughs> whatever. <it is. laughs> Nobody on earth wanted Tom Hanks's. Robert Langdon. No. Especially as, the, as one of the first lines of one of the books is, he was a bit of a Harrison Ford character. Yeah. Um, I'm going to interject with one final thing. Sure. From just this little story. And that is, and I haven't told you this. I don't, oh no, no maybe I did, because you, you probably, um, I, got, I got the consultant to uh, shake my hand. Yes, you did tell me. I made physical contact with a doctor in a hospital. I said, can we risk... A handshake. Do you think we can risk a handshake? He's like, yeah, of course. Proper handshake. It's great. So I, I, um, I bought some parts for my um, my MR2 recently, um, uh, and I went. I drove up to Scunthorpe to to get them from a guy, and uh, he was uh, just like a guy in a in a garage. Um, who... Oh, well, these guys are sound. Well, yeah, but uh, but I went I went up there and kind of went you know, knocked on the door, kind of went straight in, shook him by the hand. Yeah, really proper sound guy, uh, but. Some of the other guys who were popping in were they were trying to do the elbow bumps and, and he was like, Oh, so we're doing that, are we? He was getting really annoyed. Um Good. Understandably. Um, the, the chair you're sitting on, and the one I'm sitting on, I got reupholstered in lockdown, at the height of lockdown. Um, you know, very early on this year. Found some guys, as I say, yeah, yeah, in a garage in an industrial unit somewhere, over email or whatever, strolled in. No masks, no nothing, chatting away, exchanging cash. Sure, yeah. You know, handing stuff yourself, we get stuff in the car, having a look around the workshop, talking about stuff. It was like normal. Because these people are normal. It was like, for me, I'm like kind of looking, I'm looking at the stuff, I'm playing with the guy's dog, he's helping me yeah. within the car, I'm, you know, buying it in cash. And These little yeah. moments, they really help. I well, it's, it's like when I, it's when, I, when I go to the gym. When I go to the gym, yeah. it's, it's like going back to 2019. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move on now because because um, I was it, making it too positive. So we've come, got come, it, come we've on, got come on. Give me two oh, horrible we, things to choose from. Oh, you'll love this one then. Socialism or fascism? <sighs> oh, hang on. You ask me what's worse. What's worse? What's worse? Sure. Like like all of the things you you've given me so far, it depends on your definition of worse. It depends how you're measuring. What what metrics? Which you're is which is to why I'm, I'm happy to to hear you're to working. The, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, if we're going to go on the number of deaths, then uh, socialism. Uh, uh, but it's not like fascism is particularly nice. <laughs> um, These are all lovely choices. I'm, I'm going to give you. So yeah. Um, this is this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I think socialism is more pernicious and therefore I think it's worse because socialism is given a positive light by people all over the place. Uh, and uh, yeah, everyone accepts fascism as bad, whereas there's a large swathe of the population that still thinks socialism is good and it's not. I mean, and okay, and, and I, I, perhaps I should have clarified early on, but this is, we're not necessarily talking about Stalinism, Stalinism or, or Maoism, and we're not talking about Nazism either. You know, this is this is your kind of traditional, you know, far left, far right. So you know, you think more of like Mussolini and uh, you know, ridiculous regulation and cartels and all that kind of stuff for the, for the yeah. right. Um, and 
but it's still, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm with you. Um, this this is where I, this I, gets I, cut into a soundbite, and it's like Andrew and Nick are fascists. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't um, want any. I don't want any of it. And and I and and this is again, as I say, this is a kind of conversation I wanted to have with you over over advoc- over over being coming across as positive for laws, regulations, whatever that take us in the right direction. And to be seen as, oh, well, you like regulations in, oh, you like laws in, oh, you like, you know, you're quite happy for DeSantis to, to come up with an anti-vaccine um, passport law then. It's like, y- you know what, yes I am, in this situation right now where I can't just remove the state, I can't get what I want, so I'm going to support the thing that, uh, that at least gives me a, a bit more freedom. In, in the real world? Yes. You know, you've got this or that, what's it going to be? Here's, here's a question back for you. Um, no, that's, don't not, wish to that's, that's not how this works. Don't, don't, don't wish to hijack. Um, <laughs> um, I forgot what it is. I've immediately, then now you just throw me off, and I've immediately. Okay, so I'll, 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 whilst you remember that, I'll just go. I've got it. <laughs> do you, do you, personally do this, or do you think it's the right thing to do? That you have to preface as a libertarian. Well, I don't want any of it, but. And then go on to defend a decision like that, like vaccine passport laws. Um, Do you feel you have to justify straight away? Well, obviously, it's, it's depending depending on who I'm speaking to. So, right. Sometimes it will be before you get the wrong idea, or I'll, I'll say something like that, you know, because I know if I'm talking to some obnoxious idiot on yeah. Twitter, and I know they're going to take it the wrong way. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll preface it and say that this is the the least worst option. Uh, yeah. or, or something like that. Yeah. Or, or I'll say this is, you know, not my ideal, but it's better than that. Yeah. And say it, and say it in that way. Yeah. Um, okay. But it, you know, it's it's the real world. It's the real world. You know, yeah. you, there, there is no Galt's Gulch um, where you can just you know go and live, and there are no you know no regulations. Yeah. So you've got to you know you've often got to just pick something bad like like these things I'm offering you now. Yeah. But the, one, so one of the reasons I I would pick socialism as being worse is that, and I know we've talked. A little bit about this in the past, but I think it's easier to roll back fascism than it is to roll back socialism. I think because because mm, you could just you could just idea. get rid of parts of the regulation, and you could there are there are various varying degrees of fascism. You could have light touch regulation, bit more, bit more, bit more, until you get to the point where you're you've got cartels, you've got like four or five banks. Socialism it tends to just be right. We're just going to nationalise the whole lot. Um, so I think I, I, that's a very interesting idea. That's one of the reasons I would, I would and then they're both they're both murderous. They're both they, they will both result in impoverished populations and people starving. If you know, if gone on for long enough. And cronyism and elitism and all of the same. Sure. Um, and no, I think that's a, an excellent angle because it's about ownership and how do you redistribute the ownership that you've taken away? Uh, that's more difficult to do, and sure. that's why. That's why not not only is it very difficult now to imagine that certain things that are currently state-run could ever be anything but that. Uh, you and I have had the conversations of how would you privatise the health service or you know the whole of government or, or whatever. And you, you try and think about the ways to smooth it out because it would be disruptive to say the least. Uh, I mean, people are literally brought up thinking... It, you know, let, let's bring in the roads. But what about my roads? People can't get their head around it, but actually it would be difficult. You, you can't just say, well, that's it, the roads are now private, because 
who does own them? If everybody owned all private property and then it was just controlled, then you're right. You just repeal those regulations. You abolish the institutions that are enforcing them uh, and you let you let people get on with it. Yeah, so that's, that's one that's reason. That's a I like that. Yeah. Um, Conservatives or Labour? Which is worse. Yeah, this is a this is another interesting one because this is a real head or gut one as well, isn't it? Uh, there, there. I know the arguments surrounding you know the it's not the it's not the centre right that's the problem. It's the centre ground that's the problem. You know, it's it, the the people who compromise are the ones that uh, that that are the issue. I, you know, I, I this is much of a much now they're, 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 they're so in lockstep with each other this is similar to the Matt Hancock or Jeremy Corbyn thing again I mean I, I suppose that was more specific because you, you absolutely had a, an overt almost overt communist in charge uh, and, and you know, I was more scared of John McDonnell than I was of Jeremy Corbyn for example uh, in, uh, in the scheme of things Labour in general are less scary than than they were when they were under his you know his command. We've had Labour governments in our lifetime. Um, the, you can argue they were catastrophic on a number of levels, but you know we're still here. Is the Conservative Party the least worst? I would have said that yes, up until March twenty twenty, and now I just. I just can't answer that question. I can't. I think I think they're worse. Yeah, because I, I think Labour are more obviously wrong. Again, are you just, are you are you taking that long term view yeah. again of yeah. people? They would be short term worse. Yeah. I oh, see. I'm genuinely, if if we're talking Keir Starmer or even right, Ed, let's take Ed Miliband. Okay, um, if if Ed Miliband had won in the end of 2019 and I'm taking Brexit out of the equation and all, all of the rest of it if it had been Ed Miliband in charge when the pandemic hit I'm, I'm not sure that the restrictions would have been as draconian and lengthy as they are now I'm genuinely and, not and sure I, about that no, I, mean, I think yeah. that's the point you're making and, and, I, and I think, I think there, there, there may well have been some opposition from more conservatives as well. That's been an argument that um, that I've certainly made earlier on um, when people are like, "Oh God, you know, we thought Jeremy Corbyn would have been bad," you know, and and people said, "Well, yeah, at least there'd have been a proper opposition from the Conservative Party." I ain't so sure about that either. I, I don't think because there'd have, I don't think there'd have been comp- there'd have been opposition from the Conservative Party, but I think there would have been more Conservative politicians, the, the kind of guys who would have stood up for. Yeah, for Brexit and stuff. I think it would have been a few more. I think just because they they, they want to oppose. I, I'm not I'm not sure about that. Um, we've said before, uh, as soon as there's a crisis, uh, they all line up. Uh, they would have done it first, but I think I think after you know I think by now or you know maybe late last year there, there'd have been some more opposition. Okay, that's that's a fair comment. I think uh, the the chances of them supporting coming out of lockdown over the summer last year. And then not going back in again. Sure, uh, there's a chance of that. Um, and I'm not talking about many. And I'm yeah. not. They're, they're both catastrophic as well. They're both awful. There's no. Yeah. There's no easy thing to pick. 
again, the Conservatives probably do more damage. Uh, and, 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 you know, the Conservatives, they've never, you know, they, they're just, oh, it's, it's, they're both awful. They're both just awful. Yeah. Yeah, you're depressing me now. Come Sorry. on to the next one. Oh, blimey, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I didn't think you'd go lower than socialism and fascism, and then you brought up. I know. I know that, was, that was that was deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're both the worst parts of, of of both, aren't they? That's why that's worse. I think. Not at the moment. Um, Wales or Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> What's worse? And I, okay, and I, I'm not meaning. I don't mean the countries here. I'm talking about like the Welsh government or the, the Scottish government. Okay? Oh, you're talking about politics. I'm not talking about Welsh people or Scotsmen or anything like that. Right. So I'm glad you clarified that because I was going to give. I like both. A I, I, I know. I, I know quite a few people having having worked for a company in Wales. I know quite a few people in Wales. I know people in Scotland. I love both areas. Um, but as as politics goes. Uh, you know, and and you can I guess you could class it as Welsh people's politics and Scottish people's politics. Obviously, these people vote in their leaders. Yeah, and again, they're both awful. But which one's worse? Scotland. Ooh. Okay. Nicola Sturgeon. She, the SNP. She is pretty. She is pretty bad. Oh, come on. Who? But the the guy Nats, is, it, is, it, is Scots Nats, Cyber Nats. They're all horrifically horrible people. Okay, yeah, but what about they? They were talking about having a mandatory curfew for men in Wales, and, and like yeah, they in, talked in, about it in in lockdown. Yeah, but they they were honestly they're, they're on their they're on their way to being catastrophic. They, well, come on, no, they're, they're, the they're, Welsh so-called government this, is a comedy government. But this stuff never gets I, even I know, talked I, about anywhere else. And I know that they um, they covered up aisles in the supermarkets of you know kids' clothes and stuff like that. Sure. Okay. I'm, and you couldn't I'm, drive more than five miles. I'd forgotten about that. You couldn't drive more than five miles. They right. were they were they were you know they were closing you know you couldn't you could go into a supermarket to buy one item but the item next to it was illegal. They are they they're the worst. Well, by your by your definition, okay, then that's a good thing because it it you know, you've been answering some of these other ones as. As 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 worse is good, <laughs> so it shows them up for who they are, and you know get, gets rid of them, gets rid of them quicker. In terms of the economy, I think that would be the case, but I think it's proven over the last eighteen months that people can't tell that these lockdown things are bad. Do you think that the Welsh, in quotes, rules have been the worst of the United Kingdom? Governments and devolved powers. I, I think so. I don't know enough about Scotland's, but the ones I've been aware of have been have been the worst. Yeah, and I've had I've had, I've, you know, I've still got friends in, in Wales. Sure, um, sure. You know they they can't see they can't see their mum and dad, who lives who lives you know like six miles away. Yeah, but they can. They just need to do it. I mean, it's sure, how sure. enforceable is that rule? Every person, every house has got a five mile circle around it. Utter, utter nonsense. I mean, bear in mind, we had the tiering system where we weren't allowed out. We're, we we live weren't allowed the down edge. the road, were we? We, yeah. live, we? we live right at the edge. We were going to do a video, weren't we, where we can cross over into, you know, you literally go a house over into the next tier. Um, and, you know, just before Christmas. Um, so, in fact, it was, I th- was it before they did all the stupid announcements about Christmas? Um, we specifically went uh, two tiers out from where we were. To, to go and see a lovely Christmas display uh, and fun fair uh, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, took, took, took the whole family. Um, uh, screw the rules. Should we move on? Yep. State money 
versus state judiciary. Oh, you see, you've been thinking now. This I have, is, I have this been is thinking. Good, you know, this is better. This is, these are not equivalents. This is not like Tories and Labour. You've, you've, you've thought about this one. And you can see I'm buying time. You are absolutely <laughs> buying time. So um, fiat, fiat currency you're, 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 is what you mean by state state money. You mean no, 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 no. Fiat, uh, not necessarily fiat. Right. So um, what do you mean? Okay, define what you mean by state money. Um, okay, tell, tell you what. Let's for the, for the purpose of this, let's say let's say it is fiat. Let's say it's it's fiat money with you know fractional reserve banking or whatever. The, yeah. the current state of affairs. Yeah. Um, versus. Yeah, well, we have judiciary. the Bank of England. And, sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. Versus versus state judiciary. Yeah. What's worse? This is another great one. You, you, in the same way as we talked about education, you can absolutely argue, I think, that if the money supply was private uh, and not controlled by the state, uh, then that would, in quotes, solve a lot of problems. It would certainly, it would certainly lead to to a huge amount of economic freedom and growth. Mm. You know, I'm astounded. People wouldn't, people can't fathom what it would lead to. I don't think in terms of in terms of innovation and, and freedom. Well, yeah, and just just getting rid of inflation, which is yes. one of the one of the it's yes. probably the biggest stealth tax, isn't yes. it? Inflation. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I've just sold it. I, I'm not even going to argue for the other side. Um, the the, the money supply is is worse than the judiciary. Right. I um, yeah. I I think I I went for I went for the judiciary. Okay. This is great. So you can you can you can explain um, your working. And out. they're not again. They're not they're not easy. Um, no. My my reasoning the rationale was one. It's certainly now it's easy. It's it's getting easier to avoid state money. So you could you could deal in cryptocurrencies and that kind of stuff. Um, but that, that I wouldn't say it's easy, but yeah, easier, easier. <coughs> yeah, it's easier to avoid state money than it is to avoid a state judiciary. Mm, there's a podcast in that, I think. You could, you could, you could. It wouldn't be easy at all, but you could, you know, you could survive without, yeah, you know, just using cryptocurrencies. But if you did something That's wrong, incredibly you'd, difficult. It is, but you could. But if you did something wrong, you'd be up in front of the state judiciary, whether you liked it or not. That's that's harder to outrun. I think. Okay. Um, but it was, it kind of boiled down to state judiciary. Um, they, they just, they imprison innocent people. Yes. And, and that was, that, that was the, Look, the, the thing that switched it, yeah, flipped it for me. Right. We're, we're obviously dealing in, in, in morality here. We're dealing in abstractions as well. Mm. There's no way you can. Well, you don't, you don't price. know, you don't know the problems that will be solved. Exactly. By getting rid of state-run money, so it was exactly. a bit of an unknown. But I do exactly. know that you know tens of thousands of people are, you know, are in prison for non-crimes. Yeah. Well, e- either either the judiciary failed them and they're completely innocent, or they're in there for victimless crimes That's like smoking pot or not paying your TV license. Yeah. You know, the majority of people who uh, who are in prison for um, uh, for not paying their TV license uh, are, are women. Um, so you've got lots of yes. women in prison for. Not paying the BBC, it's outrageous. Yeah, I'm, not not I'm, an easy decision. I'm with you. I I, I am with you. Um, I but again, playing playing the long game. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Could one lead to the other? Well, I was thinking about this. I'm not. I'm not sure. It's a, it's a, it's a. 
I, I love the idea, and I am coining it like that, the idea that the state could be a house of cards, that if you could take away one key aspect of it, that that would make it easier to remove the others, or that it would in some way lead to those things, whether it be education, whether it be roads, whether it be money, uh, or whether it be the judiciary. If there was a way of taking something fundamental, I think that's the right way to use the word to describe those. You're, you're, you're coming at it with fundamental aspects of the state that everyone takes for granted. People can't even imagine what a private version of those things looks like. Education is the closest. I, th- I think, I think education would be the thing for me as well. I think that would be the, if I could take one aspect of the state away, I'd take away education because you've got more chance of you know, private schools perhaps instilling more private values so over time. Ed- education versus... Anything. Versus the money supply, yeah. Sure. Because you can educate, you, you, you can get the idea that the money supply is a bad thing into the... In, you could education. get that via private education. You you're no way you're going to get that. The sure. is bad via education. So you're, you, you take putting that top of yeah. the list. Yeah, interesting. interesting. We've, only, we've only got a couple more. Okay. This is a nice, easy one. Um, this has been fun, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. This is a nice, easy one. SARS-CoV-2 or flu? <laughs> flu is worse. Sure. But that's just me pitting. That's just top trumps of viruses. Yeah. The. I mean, I. I the reason I put this in happened. there. I know. I know you and I have gone through this in the past. But the reason I got. I put this in there is because even people on our side will say it's just a bad version of flu. No, it's not. It's not. It's a great version of flu. Flu kills kids. Yeah. Flu kills everybody. I. I and it's difficult to even say it's a bad cold, because again, for most. Most kids will get no symptoms or mild, very, very mild symptoms. Whereas, I'm not saying colds will kill kill kids. Um, they, they can do. They, they can, can kill babies. I, I know they can. But I'm saying that we've all seen kids with stinking colds. That's, in quotes, normal. SARS-CoV-2 doesn't do that to sure. kids. Um, and it, I- it, is, it, is a, it is something that, you know, fairly uniquely affects the elderly. And I'm just gonna just gonna throw some stats out there again for you because I think people forget this. Okay, people forget that ninety percent of people in their nineties who get SARS-CoV-2 survive. Yeah, this people in their nineties die. <laughs> they are very very likely to die, and yet this is only taking out about ten percent of them, and it obviously then goes down from there. People, th- people just assume that it's the other way around, that 90% of people in their 90s die, and that there's just this tiny amount of people who happen to escape it. I, I reckon it might even be a better statistic than that, because you're probably going to get some 90-year-olds who are asymptomatic, or, or just don't just bat it off. Oh, well, this is still based on um, flawed testing methodologies exactly, and, exactly. and everything but else. But even, even yep. by their own standards. Yep. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it, it's... Um, and. and I deliberately said SARS-CoV-2 and not COVID because, you, you know, it, it. very few people, I mean, you need to, you need to be, you need to be, I mean, how many, how many people actually catch COVID? As, or not catch COVID, but how many people develop, develop COVID, COVID from SARS-CoV-2? It's very, it's minute, Never absolutely known. minute. No. Um, and COVID is what 
you know, is what, what kills you. But even then, we've got a cure. We've got a cure. We've got ivermectin. It works as a prophylactic. Yeah. If, you, if you use it as a prophylactic, something like, um, I think it's about 80, it's 85%. Like 80 um, yep. and, and it could be more. It could be more yep. because some of, some of these people who are in the studies haven't taken it very often. As a cure, what, you know, if you get if you get through that fifteen percent, something like sixty five percent, you know, it kind of yep. it cures straight away as well. And again, that's flawed as well because people aren't having the right doses. It's a miracle drug. Um, well, let alone is it fluvoxamine? There's other, there's, there's other ones as well. Uh, yeah, used as part of a battery of these things. No. So I just wanted to dis- dispel the myth that you know SARS CoV two is a bad flu. It's a very very good flu. I would swap flu for SARS CoV two any day of the week. Um, I suppose you've been explicit with SARS CoV two, whereas you've just said flu, which is a, a whole collection of of different. Should we call them variants <laughs> of different strains um, that are all numbered. Um, uh, you know, th- there are there are some influenza viruses that are worse than others as well. Um, uh, we and we know this, uh, and and you know they affect. They, they kill different numbers of people each year, depending on which one is uh, prevalent at the time. Um, but flu's worse. Yeah. Flu, flu's worse. The, SARS-CoV-2 will go away if it hasn't already. Um, you know, what happened to SARS? It, it, it went. Um, whereas flu is with us for the long haul. Mm. Yeah, well, flu, flu, because of the nature of the virus, it, it's far easier for flu to change and for there to be have variants. You, have you seen... Um, and the the entire way that they 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 vary is different between mm. between these these different different these different viruses. Have you seen the kinds of numbers that have been coming out of actual deaths from rather than deaths with type uh, type numbers that have been coming out of some governments and things through freedom of information requests? No, you know we're, we're talking things from the tens of thousands coming down to the hundreds. Wow. In terms of the, the people who died from this virus or the disease that that it causes, um, it's it's all nonsense, all of it. Are you ready for the last one? Hit me. Neoliberals or socialists? <laughs> <laughs> this is a great one to end on because you've personalised it. You've not said neoliberalism and socialism. You said neoliberals and socialists. Frankly, right now, I'd rather have a dinner party with a load of socialists. I see. I, I'm. I'm with you. I. I. And my rationale was, you know where you stand with a socialist. Yeah. You know where you stand. You know they're going to be awful on this, this, and this. Neoliberals. Who knows? Jeremy Corbyn invited seven people to his. To his. Um, you know, when there was rule of six or whatever, uh, round his house, and they looked like he had a whale of a time. I. I don't think um, I don't I don't think the likes of you know Ryan Bourne are going to be sat around a table with anyone anytime soon. Um, don't wish to single out just him, but well, you, you know what there, I'm talking. Yeah, about. there's been a few. There's him. There's there's Tom Harwood. They're, yeah, they're, they're all they're all just awful. Um, but they're they're often they're often worse than the socialists when it comes their, to their morality. COVID. Yeah. appears to be um, so skewed. Um, that it's it's beyond belief, in in terms of. Uh, I mean, they are the, they are the worst spreadsheet monkeys as well. You know, they yes. they, they, they say statements like, <coughs> excuse me. You know, I'm willing to accept 
a certain, you know, we should have open borders and I'm willing to accept, accept a certain amount of crime if we get a certain benefit to the economy because of it. Yes. It's like, well, that's because you're not going to be the ones murdered. Yes. You know, it's, it's, I, um, I, um, it always reminds me of that, uh, you know, Shrek, the first Shrek, where he says, some of you may die, <laughs> but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. It's that. It's, yeah. it's all of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think, I think neoliberals are worse. Well, they're... Not, so all, not they're, all neoliberals, but some of them are... They're secret fascists? A lot of them appear to be. That, that, that would be my charitable way of explaining their behaviour um, over the last 18 months. Like they've just been looking for whatever loophole they could find to be fascist. Well, yeah, it's... it's maybe as in fascist. control. As yeah, in to, to, total, totalitarian. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm throwing the terms around like everyone does. Um, but, yeah, that, that's what I'm getting at. I... I I really, I really wouldn't want to sit and have a meal with Tom Harwood. <laughs>